My life? Shot my life? The, your mouth. Shot my have... life into pieces. What up, and welcome to another episode of Brotherhood Without Manners, your favorite full spoiler reread podcast of George R.R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series. I'm Nate. Joining me, as always, is my jackass brother. I'm Zach! What up? Fuck this guy, Nate. I rest my case. If you have been here, if you've been here. If you've been here. Yes, that's what I was going for. You've been shaken, not stirred. If you've been here before, you know that we are full spoiler, and thank you for returning. If you've not been here, this is the one warning at the top of the episode. We are full spoiler. Hey, it's not the one warning, because we do usually, before going into spoiler (laughs) content, say full, full, full spoiler podcast, so, you know, but... We like to warn you here, so that way you're aware, at least, and again, you can't add us and shit, because right. you've been warned. Fuck off. So, any news? Do we got any news? We're recording immediately after this. We're recording with Micah. Yeah, we've got about uh, like a couple, couple hours. hours. Yeah. yeah. So, it's gonna, that we're doing that. That's happening, and that'll That's be super exciting. cool. So, make sure you stay tuned, because that episode will be released. Technically, it's midnight, the night before Thanksgiving, so it'll be available 100% of things. And we can finally day. just say it. Hey, Micah, Micah, Micah! It's Micah hey! from Planetos Podcast. It's first guest. It's going to be so we're cool. Excited. Yeah, we're really excited. And that's Tyrion, Tyrion 3. 3. Yeah. But this episode, we're not talking Tyrion 3. We're going to be reading Sam 1. Yeah, but first got to cover last episode. We right. were reading Arya 3. And Arya is making her way through the Riverlands with the Brotherhood Without Banners. And upon learning that they were intent on taking her first to Lord Beric, Don Darien, not Dog Darien, Beric, my boy, my boy whiskey, uh, they are taking her to their lord to decide what's to be done with her. Upon hearing the word captive, Arya has some severe PTSD about that word and what it means and what it's meant to her. And she dips. She fucking books it. Out. And so she gets run down by Harwin. Of course, he was, you know, raised by the his father, was the master of horses. Stop. So he reminds her of that. And she agrees for the moment to go quietly until she can find a, a good place to escape, yeah, which we know isn't quite until she runs off with the hound, I believe. Isn't that... <laughs> Gets taken by the hound, yeah. Goddamn. I say goddamn. But we got a lot of time before that happens. So, this episode. This is a first. We don't have a recap. No. We don't have a recap for what happened before. I mean, I suppose technically we could say that he was left at the Fist of the First Men. Correct. As John was leaving with Corrin Halfhand. Correct. And he, we know that the wildlings were coming down towards the the Fist based off of Thorne Smallwood's reports to Lord Commander Mormont. Yeah, on a roll. And so they were preparing for some attack. Yep. They were not prepared for this attack. Well, we then... We also got the prologue. Hey! And the prologue had Chet, Cunt. the previous steward of Lord... Um, Lord, Lord Maester Eamon. And he was pretty pissed, and he sour towards Samwell Tarly, and especially Jon Snow, for convincing Lord Commander Mormont that Samwell was better suited for the role. Yeah, Chet had uh, sort of orchestrated a mutiny of some of the... Less savory folk, less savory brothers of the Night's Watch to straight up dip out on Mormont. And at first, the plan had 
called for only killing the men necessary. So, like, Diewin, the tracker, and certain men that would be able to send out uh, Sam for the Ravens was originally the reason reason. given, but chat really just had a hard-on for killing Sam. The plan went to shit when it began to snow. Right. And we knew that that was heralding the others arriving, but it Chet also... decided to say, fuck it, I'm going to go kill Sam anyway, because right. at least I can get that. And as he was approaching Sam with a knife, the, the horns, horns blew. The first one woke Sam, the second one had them both kind of stunned, and Sam getting ready for gear. And the third one made Chet straight piss himself as Sam was like, oh shit, three means others. And that was where we last right. saw Sam Tarly. And so we will pick up technically a couple days after that. Well, I think it's actually like within 48 hours. Like a couple years previous to this day, because first time I read this book, oh. I was a big fat stupid meanie. Yeah, you're a son of a bitch. Because I, I hated this chapter from the the moment I read this book, and from the moment I read the series to Zach, I harped on about Samwell because I'm a sucker for. Just his type of character, and hey, man, he's... Everybody needs a Sam. They always start as a sidekick, but then... Right, right. No, uh, I hated it. And I didn't hate Sam. I liked Sam up until this point, but my goodness, when I was just reading for content and to consume... It's so quick and easy to fly past some of the... I mean, he's crying and sobbing, and there's stronger men that have done... At that point, I had thought worse things than this. (laughs) And I, it's just so funny when you go back through it and you're actually looking for these things and what they mean in the world and what, what they could herald. It's a hell of a lot fucking scarier, and this may be one of my favorite chapters to date in the book. We'll have to see in this analytical reread, but goddamn. So, yeah, my first note is literally poor fucking Sam. I was a cunt. <laughs> Sobbing, Sam took another step. And this was the moniker that I hated when I first read it, but now I love it. The sobbing. Because now it shows his power to me, as before it showed a weakness. It's funny, because I specifically remember back when you were first reading these, you coming to me when we were discussing chapters, and you mentioning the first time you you read him, and that you couldn't stand how fucking much he cries. He's just sobbing all the time. Yeah, And I I was like... Yes, similar to like, similar to one of our readers, I counted my first read through the amount of time sobbing popped up in this chapter, and I was not pleased by that number. Uh, this time, I think it is uh, it's it's a brilliance on George's part to emphasize yeah. this word, and then it's very similar to what John uh, Tyrion and John Snow's encounter is, is if you armor yourself in it, almost I think it can't be uh, used to hurt you and. I kind of think Sam does that in this chapter. I think in a way this chapter itself is basically Sam's arc. This is his entire arc in condensed form right, right, in one right. chapter. Giving you a quick Because right, he starts off right at the uh, beginning just walking one he step at a time. He can't. Looking at his feet, but he can't. Mm-hmm. They're not his feet because they're moving. Right. He's There's no way he could be strong enough to continue going. Forward. Well, yeah, we're opening immediately with this internal struggle of Sam saying, I can't, I'm fat, I'm weak, I can't take another step, but whose feet are these and why are they moving? We're already getting the disconnect. This is a Sam Sam doesn't recognize. Sam is already starting to do heroic things. Well, and that's what I wanted was going to say as well, is that 
from the get-go, he's stronger than we met him right, back right, in Game right, of right, 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 right. He's, uh, he's, he's he survived a man of the, the fi- He survived the fist right. of the Right. The... And that is a nightmare come to life. And I think that that's the way that Martin designed this chapter. This is chapter is you don't You so don't good. empathize with him at first. He's, he is just, oh, here's Sam doing what Sam does, because that's who we know he That's been. who we've been told, yeah. But now we're going to see he did survive this, and, like, he followed directions. He, he made a mistake. Fuck anybody. Fuck anybody who, who throws says a that they could hold him. their their hand steady with Fuck, that yeah. coming at you. Dude, yeah, right, like, right, right, right. He made no, no mistake. He, he got made human error. There was an attack that went out. He did get a, some raven. Right, not correct ones, but he did stuff. And uh, yeah, he's just. I think it this shows how much he's grown, and Martin's trying to stick that. Like he's this. He's a character worth watching now. Oh, yeah. And he has... If he hasn't always been... Uh, Jon Snow took interest in that. Eamon now has a close watch over Sam. I mean, yeah, if, if you haven't been paying attention, this is Martin saying, Sam is a player. Sam is going to be... And we get the description here that the snow had caked around his boots, making them heavy and misshapen, these big lumbering... And, I mean, we grew up in the Northeast. I was just going to say States, that. Yeah. like... I know what this is like. Yeah. I know how exhausting it is to walk through snow that's up to your knees and not be running from my life from something supernatural that I never thought would ever right. exist in my lifetime. But I know what it is to be exhausted walking through the snow, so, cold to your bones, and just like, ugh. And, and that so, what you said the ne- is the next thing that I think is that, that I've never noticed until this time on the read-through, how well George did horror. Oh yeah. This I because I allowed myself to like find the the scariness in it because it's while he's stumbling through and it says he stumbles constantly. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he got still, the heavy pack on. He his still back. keeps going, and throughout all that, in the distance, he'll hear the random screams, uh, growls, yeah. and like I picture it like that. It's not snowing heavily. But there's probably snow coming from trees. Well, and yeah, yeah. He says that it's coming like, down. Yeah. And the vision is obscured. He can barely see the torches. He mm. can kind of see them out in the distance, but like to have those just shrieks and cries out in the woods right. in the distance, just beyond where you can like that's terrifying. Fuck. Yeah, and to top it off, which it, it's a, it's a nightmare. It's one of and Arya just had a similar one. It's one of those ones where you can't move as fast as you want to because you know you should be running. <laughs> Death is behind you, but you can't. And Sam, the poor bastard, keeps having to pull up his fucking sword belt too. He had lost his sword at the fist, which we'll learn about later as he recounts it. But the scabbard still weighed him down, and I love that human error. He doesn't need this scabbard; like his sword's gone. Right. He could unclip it, but. Just habit has him just, no, pull him up and deal with that so, extra struggle. I think that, that it's not necessarily only the the fact that the belt is heavy. He's he's fucking lost weight. Like he's oh, well, yeah, physical, yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's another important Easily thing. Overlooked. Now, I've also read a lot of uh, theories about people saying that this is, uh, and a lot of people have mentioned that while Tyrion is a reflection of George, Sam is the his true reflection of himself, where Tyrion's kind of the quippy, fun side that he likes to see himself as. Sam, he uses him as his outlet for when he was picked on as a child for yeah, his yeah, obesity, yeah. his overweight, things like that. And so having Sam grow as a character, more physically fit, even if he's still always going to be a big kid, like a big guy, he's, I guess he's growing up and he's an adult at this point, man of the Night's Watch and all that. But... 
yeah, I think it's neat to see how much growth there is, and we're only in fucking Sam 1 of Storm of Swords, dude. Like, this guy goes so far. He does note that he does have his steel dagger in the dragonglass one that John gave him. Wink. And so he stumbles and notes that there's rocks beneath the snow and roots and sometimes even deep holes. Black Bernard had stepped in one and broke his ankle. Three, maybe four days ago, he's not really sure how long it's been. He's just been moving perpetually forward. Old Bear had put Bernard on a horse after that, and they kept on trucking. And I like that he notes here, it feels more like he's just falling perpetually forward rather than walking. He's just stumbling. It's not... Has it been three or four days? I, potentially. I, I don't think it has been. I think this is, like, it seems like it's almost the same night. They're still running, and he's just so exhausted that he's confused as fuck. But I suppose it would make sense that he's that exhausted after a few days. I just, the way that they idolized the the dawn in the morning was made me think it was like it was their first dawn since the fist. Well, no, he notes that, like later on that at some points the sky is light in their snow and some points the sky is dark in their snow, but it doesn't matter. They just keep pushing. So, like, dawn comes, it just brings no reprieve. And so it's... I think it is a couple oh, days. Oh, I think actually, the, right, it's more that they just know what direction Mormont is. Yeah, they're just and like, so that's they're going, all it is. Oh, that's where they're headed, so we had that yeah, direction. Yeah, so we'll when Dawn up. comes at, like, my, the yeah, my fall bad. behind. I, yeah. I mixed that up. So, but. yeah, it's been a couple days, he thinks, at least, and he wants to stop. It's, it fucking hurts. He's cold. He's tired. He needs some sleep, some food, and a nice fire. But if he stopped, he was dead. They all knew that. The few that were left, anyway. They had been roughly 50 fleeing from the fist. Some had wandered off, some wounded had bled out, and sometimes San heard shouts from the rear guard behind him and once an awful scream. He ran as far as he could when he heard that one. He thinks that they are behind us, taking us one by one. And yeah, the horror <sighs> that you mentioned earlier. This is, yeah, the fucking others. They're slowly just, just picking yeah. up the stragglers. I... I love how how much scarier they are in this in the books. Like they're just because even here we haven't gotten that battle at the where like right, they're, right. they're we don't there know what it is that's like, hitting them yet. Right. Yeah, the sheer terror of it. So yeah, we haven't learned about the polar bear or the bear, whatever bear it is. We haven't learned about like the dead men that pull themselves up spears. So to know that that's just grabbing men in the darkness and pulling them into this army of ugh. yeah. yeah. But he go Sam kind of goes over here all his different layers and I mean poor dude is decked out yeah. in clothing which is Makes just sense. heavy as well at this point. But regardless, he thinks the cold is in him, his feet especially. Yesterday they had pained him something fierce, but today he could hardly feel them at all. So he's got frostbite as yep. fuck on his feet. And he thinks that he had not slept since the fist, since the horn had blown, which is exactly where we left him in the prologue. Yeah, so then we get a lot of just him shitting on himself, how right. terrible he he's a coward, he's fucking... Yeah, and this is also where sometimes the snow fell from a white sky, others from a black sky, yeah. and that's all that remains of day and night for him. It piled high on his shoulders and packs, and his back and shoulders are feeling that fucking ache as well. And yeah, I'm weak, I'm a piece of shit, if only I were stronger, but I'm fat and weak. And all he could do was cry, and when he cried, the tears froze on his cheeks. 
Yeah. I don't think he cries as much as he thinks, because I feel like he's... Uh, I don't fucking blame him if he does. Yeah, that. that. Like... But, again, that's all What else of... is there to do? And that's what sucks, is seeing how... Granted, it helps to make him that strong person, but the way that he got put down as a kid by his fucking stupid cunt father has made him just so much harsher on himself than anybody else ever could. Well, oh, right. I'm going I'm a cow. I'm weak. I'm waiting. I'm, there's no way I can do this. I I'm dead. I'm already dead. And he's thinking it as he's doing it, as he's keeping right ahead of the rear guard. Of there are stragglers worse than Sam. Yeah, because he actually mentions there that he can see the the old bear's ring of fire out fuck in the distance. Yeah. I love that image. And he he's like, fuck. I want to carry one of those torches. <laughs> like I would love to be hanging out underneath one of them fiery torches the old bears ring a fire and woe to them who leave it like they fell into the old bears ring of fire he had had a torch at the start but he had dropped it or at least he had been told that much he couldn't remember but he doubts he could hold on to one now because his arm is just so stiff from cold and weak from pressing forward yeah and so he says that he dreams of the fire that he's like how much he loves the fire. Oh, right. Well, I, I think it's funny because he hasn't slept yet, and yet there he is still daydreaming as he goes. But he starts praying to the mother about fire and staying warm and just getting the cold out of him, man. I get get the cold because I worked up at the fucking ski resort. Yeah. And, yo, like, when you're cold and your feet are fucking cold, like, you're fu- it sucks. He I know some that, of our listeners are from way he cold. He thinks even his, uh, even his wits are freezing with just how much it's in him and when he's praying he thinks of his own mother and his sisters and his brother Dickon at Horn Hill Dickon but then he also recalls that the seven have no power up yeah, here we're in past the, the wall yo the old gods ruled here the nameless gods of the trees and the wolves and snows and so instead of oh mother he starts saying oh mercy 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 which is again we kind of seem to correlate that to death at this point, just right. or at least the way, especially that he's talking is like, just give me mercy. Old gods or new or demons, Whew. mercy, mercy, and then he thinks that Maslin had screamed for mercy, but Ooh. that was nothing he wanted to remember right now. The man had stumbled back, dropped his sword, yanking off his thick black glove, thrusting it up as if it were a gauntlet. He shrieked as the white had lifted him by the throat and near ripped his head off. Don't think of that. Just walk. The dead have no mercy in them. And the others, yeah, no, fuck that. Just just walk. Just walk. And so... Very similar to Brand's Jamie and, Lannister repression. Right. You don't need that. Don't, don't focus on that And then who was it more recently that we were talking did the same thing? Um, Tyrion? I wanted to say it might be Tyrion, but no, it was somebody that was... Don't think of that right now, and don't Catelyn, use that. Probably, and probably. I would Catelyn. assume. With I all think the that death. was yeah, probably, or Arya. It could be any one of them at this point. Well, like, right, fucking, right, right. But it's. I, I mean, Sam, especially. We know Bran's power sort of focus or centralized yeah, yeah, yeah. here, and so the fact that Sam is kind of doing the same, almost awakening that Bran had of this. He's now has an extremely traumatic, and, and I mean, hero's journey. There's always some inciting right, incident right. that gives our hero the reason to act, but. He keeps going, though, man. Fuck yes, he does. He trips on a root. This is the end. My only friend, the end. Yeah. Yeah. He immediately thinks, now I'm dead. Yeah, this is it. 
And it's he, not gonna be so bad. To he die, bit his know? tongue. Yeah. And he's bleeding in his mouth, and he this blood is warmer than anything I've felt in days. Ugh. And gee, like, because I've I've had the warmth of blood in my mouth before, like when you're, oh, but yeah, not to the point out. where it's like, oh man, like this is the warmest I've been. I'm, mm, like maybe I should fucking bleed a little more. Yeah. Fuck. He thinks that, yeah, it's not so bad to die here. You could just lay down in the snow and cover him up like a blanket. And they couldn't say that he was the first to die. They couldn't say that about Samwell Tarly. Hundreds had died on the fist and more after. Many more after. And he's like, yeah, the snow will cover me up like a warm blanket. I will die a man of the night's watch. I did my duty. I'm fat and I'm weak and I'm craven, but I did my duty. And any recalls it. The ravens were his duty. Eamon, as we know, was too old to come to the fist, so Sam came with the ravens. Old Bear had commanded him to not join any fighting, but to send off the ravens. That's your one job, One to Castle Black, and one to the Shadow Tower. Boop, boop. Just get the ravens out. So he was like, I can do this, and so he wrote the messages out. He wrote out a shitload of messages just to have him ready to go. Again, the self-pity bleeds in where he's like, I'm sorry, I wasn't braver, braver to fight, wasn't a better son or brother, and he's sorry to die, too. Lots of good and true men died on the fist. So, but he got the birds off. If he died right there, absolutely everything he just said, no one could say he didn't do his duty, and he did his duty better than a lot of men, more bravely than he thinks or is given credit for. What's funny is, like... We know Chet was do like how many good men actually died there, Sam. Right. It seems to me like you know you old bear even on uh, I, I would say Thorn Thor Smallwood is one of the good men who died up there because he went at that bear with no fucking hesitation. No, dude. Like, holy shit, yeah. we'll get there. But it's an interesting where like Sam, you Mormont, these good lead like Mormont we know at least is good in the sense that he's doing what he can for the Night's Watch, and Sam, we know, is good just from now being in his head, but you got away. Like, chill on, like, the self-deprecation because you made it out of there. That's a good thing. Like, the the realm needs you. Yeah, you're going to do great things. Yeah, and so you're more important than you're you're saying here. But so he wrote out some messages saying that there was a wildling attack, which is what they were expecting. Who... You, you can't blame him for not writing the others because... Who the fuck would ever... I mean, nobody would listen, I suppose, but that's incorrect because he would be sending it to Castle Black where they're kind of... Like, John had one attack and Old Bear had one attack, so they're kind of aware that they do exist. So, technically speaking, he could have... But that's still, like, writing out a fucking... That's like us saying... Oh, yeah, so there was a Sasquatch attack. There's a group of people that, no, oh, they've seen fucking Bigfoot. Well, He's right, a real and dude. with, like, the superstition and all the, the sort of, and being there in the north, that's could I could feel like could be one of the things where, like, writing it could potentially make it true. Right, uh, right. Like, and so, yeah, like, absolutely. nah, fuck that. I'm not going to mm. write that the others are attacking us and bring that hoodoo, voodoo, <laughs> juju down no, on us. Like, I could see it being superstitious. This makes sense. Like, the wildlings, they know they're coming down, and that's what they're bracing for here. They're not bracing for the White Walkers and their army of whites to attack. No one is fucking bracing for that. And so, I, yes, yeah, yeah. again... I don't blame Sam here at all. I think it's a smart move. Pre-plan yeah. these messages to get them off. I agree. So he woke up on the first horn blow. Yeah. And everyone's gearing up around him. Only Chet 
was standing close to him, though, and Sam had never seen so much fear on a man as he did in Chet, who ran off immediately. Which, while yes, the whites made him piss himself, he was a nervous wreck to begin with, with the fucking, the mess up plans with the, the mutiny. Yeah. And so, yeah, it makes sense that this little coward looks like that. And it's just funny that he, he doesn't understand how much less of a coward he is, Samuel Tarly is, than that scumbag. Right, right, right. As well as a lot of the scumbags that are going to fucking run off right. with him and make it out of there. So... Sam got his messages. He collected those, and he, he goes even home. asked for chat for a hand. Yeah, help me send off the like, birds and run. And Sam, of course, explains it like, "Oh yeah, he's probably got to take care of his dogs." Yeah, but like, yeah, no, Chet's fucking fleeing for good. Like he's gone, or to wait in the ambush and throw with his Sam dagger off, of in hand. But uh, yeah, so Sam goes and grabs his messages. He fights with the ravens, which uh, again, any animal in the area is just kind of going fucking ballistic at this point. So he gets the castle black. Raven off as the sound he starts to hear the sounds of commands and clattering steel fill the air and the ravens are just going absolutely bug shit but he manages to get the second one off right finishes dressing up grabs all his gear including his dragon glass dagger yep and he doesn't know what to do he's like shit Mormont told me not to rush to the ring wall to where the fighting's gonna be the thickest he also told me not to go to him and bug him with a bunch of fucking shit so what do I do the snow is muffling the sound because it's falling at this point he can't see any torches around him I liked the, the the way that Martin put Sam walked in a circle around where his camp is yeah. and, and just stops and is like, what do, where do I? And then he thinks on the fact that it was three horns blown and he thinks the white walkers of the woods, the cold shadows, the monsters from the tales I've heard as a kid that used to scare me as a kid. And he's doing this as he's looking out at this darkness. Like, yeah, how fucking terrifying Ooh. it is to just, here's the boogeyman that's i been prevalent in every one of your little childhood tales. I think this was a missed opportunity for the show to go to, like, a completely... Ho- like, I mean, I suppose that's not what they were going for, I but mean, I think this epi- this scene should have been way more horror so- genre than yeah, action. Yeah, they... they uh, the show, especially when you put it into context in contrast to this chapter, they had Sam hide behind a rock as the army of the dead ignored him and walked by him. This is so much more empowering and fucking horrifying. This is what you see technically in the Battle of Winterfell in season eight. Right, the way right, right, they're right, rushing right. the castle in the and darkness. Shit, and it's, yeah, the, right. The darkness. That's what this is. That's what like, this scene absolutely whoo. is. Yeah. And I would say that this actually bringing that up, I would say that this is probably inspiration for that scene. That's Reading what it, it should. Now, yeah. With the darkness and how dark they made it, that was one of the biggest complaints. Is I would say it's this with how confused this chapter that is. That would have been and even less action y, I think, is what this should be, where it's complete horror. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. And you could have gotten away with making the it dark. Cuts and the way yeah. Sam is remembering it exactly. and not remembering it. Yeah. And it's it's just fucking it's it's great. It's oh uh, yeah, I love it. So love it. he yeah he was he's not quite yeah. Sure so what he to pulls do. out his sword and he sees some guys that he follows and jumps in line with because he's like I don't know what else to do and they ended up being just a few a bunch of guys from the Shadow Tower. Yeah, he feels like, he feels a little safer for him. Like, I, yeah, group. I found a group of guys. I think this is awesome of him that like he was scared to go and he be just, in the and training he field. Jumps in with a random no, group of Night's Watch. No one. These right. are his brothers though. Right, right, and right. He's right, willing right. to accept that, and I think that that's just. But old Sam would have been like, I don't know these guys. Do I? Like, will they they're going to 
laugh at okay? me. They're he gonna, jumped right in yeah. and ran, they didn't sword drawn yeah. running for the ring wall. They like, did running for the ring wall. And no one, yeah, no things. one says anything. Everyone's just probably like, "Fuck yeah, we yeah, got another, another man. guy." Yeah. Thank God, there's some fucking monsters running through here, and I'm fucking yeah. scared. So he, they get up uh, as they start approaching. Sam starts looking for Gred and Ed, and he thinks, "If I'm to die, let it be among friends." But there's only Shadow Tower men. My heart under the command of a man named Blaine. Blaine. And so Blaine orders the men notch, draw, and hold, and the men begin to comment. There's hundreds of them. Gods, they're crawling. And Sam begins to back away at these different shouts of just... Yeah. Ugh. There's a cheer once they release the arrows as they all connect for a moment until they're like, ah, uh, shit. They're, they're still coming. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not stopping. What do, what do we do? What do we do? And um, we cut away at that point because Sam thinks that it had been very, very, very cold that night. But he's warm now under his blanket of snow as he sees a few horses go by and one of the men curses him as he's leading it by back into real time as Sam is fleeing the fist now. And he thinks, uh, I, I wish I had a horse. Like, I could keep going on a horse, maybe sleep in the saddle. Right. But the remaining horses were pack horses that carried the torches and equipment and the wounded. And Sam, he's just fat and craven. So they wouldn't waste a horse on him. And again, he thinks of his father and his brother. If I lie here and die, will they ever think of me? Would my Would... brother shed a tear for me? And he's like, no, of course they fucking wouldn't. Cravens because, aren't worth You know. Right. Cravens aren't worth crying for. And again, like, I I don't know. We don't know Dickon. I don't think that I think that there's a chance Dickon would be upset I would that his like brother to died. Think so that um, like, oh man, that sucks. That like he at least empathized with him, with how his brother was treated, and right. especially like, the, I that's the day I like like because I don't want to see Dickon get fucking burned by Daenerys Targaryen because reasons. Right. I would like to see one day Samwell is fucking revealing the information he learned at the Citadel to save the lineage of the Targaryen ancestry and Dickon's like, yeah, that's my fucking brother. Yeah, right. Like, he's the the, the head steward of the, yeah, the let, Night's Watch. Let, if, like, anyone, if anyone's to, like, die in the family, let it be Randall Tarly and then Dickon takes over. Yeah. His, and, but Sam is... Fucking at the Citadel, he's doing. He's forgotten, forsaken his family name through the White Knight's Watch, and then through the, taking a right, bow at the Citadel. And so, like, fuck the Tarly name. I'm Sam of the fucking Citadel, bitch. Uh. And like, Dickon's like, yo, my father is a dick, but like, you're my brother. It's dope that you're doing. That. And so, I think he would shed a tear. Yeah, that's that's what I'm I'm hoping mm-hmm. as well is that. Dickon isn't as big of a Dickon as uh, Randall is. So he kind of flashes back into his memories with Mormon backing away from the men shooting the arrows here, and that they're crawling, which is fucking horrifying. Right, and that's when it clicked for me there when I start. I went back. This is yeah. This is the mound Mm -hmm. of dead just crawling over each other to get up this hill, and it's horrifying. Fucking fire. But Mormon comes Mormon! charging through on his horse himself, yelling, Fire arrows! Yeah. Use the- Dude, and all I could think is just every one of these archers pausing and standing still for a second as they all open their little Zelda menu to go over and switch <laughs> to the fire arrows. Because I was like, Of course, fire arrows. Like, can't use ice arrows shit, on the ice shit, monsters. Shit, shit, I've got bomb arrows. No, Clear! No. Fire <laughs> arrows do the. Like, so that's all I thought of. Anyway, uh, yeah, he he asks, he's like, Tali, don't you have ravens to send off? And he's like, I, I did. And he's like, good, 
Get back with the birds. You don't belong here. You There's don't no belong reason. here. I want to know exactly where to find you as soon as I need to send more right. fucking birds off. And he's like, okay, I'm gone. Cool. Bye. See ya later. So, yeah, he heads back to his little campsite. And he does it again. And he thinks to write the messages ahead of time. So he sets about getting a fire to warm up his inks. I mean, again, the dead are attacking and Sam is still being very... Orderly, start the fire, warm up the ink, get the messages, get the shit ready to prep. Mormont said, and ha- I need to be here. And now he's got that fire that he's standing there. And then like, he's got, uh, right. Like, I mean, it's own, not a big... No, but it's but his like, own little bastion here. Yeah. yeah, and it's horrifying what Martin does with that little bastion. Because he begins writing, and he and I love this scene. This was as so he, he scary. He begins writing as he's hearing commands being shouted. And so his first begin attacked amidst snow uh, and darkness. We've thrown them back with fire. Results uncertain. Uh, he varies the messages based on what he's hearing as there's cheering. She- and, and Right, from the men. And then and like, then, oh, no, And shit. then shrieks and stuff. And then all of a sudden he hears, you know, word of a giant. And then, oh, shit, there's a fucking bear. Yeah, like- he hears Thorin Smallwoods commanding, arrows flying, Dywin's cackling, saying, burn, you dead bastards, burn. And he writes more. Whites attacked us in the snow, but we drove them off with fire. Whites attacked us in the snow. Results uncertain. He sees the reserve lighting torches and writes, Whites all around us, covering from north and south at once. Spears and swords don't stop them, only fire. And he hears some shouts, the giant, a bear. So he writes for that one that there's a giant here, or maybe it's a bear. Right. And the fact that that misleads us almost, where, like, is there a white giant? Oh, and the absolutely. white bear, right? And that's what I. But Baseball. the way that he combines it makes it seem like he got, he doesn't know, and right. he confused that a little bit. And now it's only one that he's imagining. We've won. There. We're trapped, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. A shadow tower man staggered out of the dark to fall into the pool of light Sam's fire cast and die at his feet. <sighs> lost, Sam wrote. The battle's lost. We're all lost. Fucking hell. Remind you of the... What killed this man? The Mines of Moria. Like, what just killed him? Sam is off in his little camp. Like, he's not near the ring wall. Like, how... Like, did this dude book it? I mean, he could have gotten, like, stabbed and then ran and died there. But, yeah, who the the, fuck Are they right there? Like, did... Is this something that got launched from a giant? Like, or a bear? Like, what the fuck? Fuck what is happening? Is right outside yeah. Sam's little fucking circle, circle of, of fire of light and protection, and the lost. We're all lost. The battles. Lost. It's just yeah. a fucking. Like I gut said, punch. it made me think of the the Mines of Moria. Yeah, thing. right, right, uh, yeah, right. In Lord of the Rings with the Dumbledore, Don, uh, Gandalf, the Gandalf. Nice, close though. Yeah, you know, you know I'm a real nerd, nerd. <laughs> I've never read Tolkien, so shut up. Anyway, he doesn't uh, want to remember the fist right now, though. No, right? No, 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 no. Which is great because he's been found by his buddy Gren. Gren is and like, so, get the fuck up. Yeah, Sam. he's like begging Sam, get like, up. And I think this goes to show how much Gren cares about Sam. Gren's a good dog. He yo, is like... stopping, and it's again. I hate that Sam puts himself down so much throughout this chapter because you do have friends with right. Ed and Grant, and it, it shows. Right, right, right. And that's what, like, he's shitting on himself here. He thinks of John, who's most likely dead somewhere. He'd cry for him, but those tears would only freeze as well. And Grant tries lifting him, 
kicking him, but Sam just curls up into a little ball in no, the snow. No, just I just want to sleep. Which, the little ball in the snow is very reminiscent of him curling up into a little ball in the training yard when he's getting his ass kicked. Only the difference here is astronomical again. He's doing this after fleeing, fleeing from the fist of the first men, and then he's about to kill a White Walker for the first time in centuries. 10,000 years. Yeah. Like, and yeah. so... Like, he, it's just too, I thought it was a brilliant move of, you know, diminishing him. He's on the ground getting kicked, but this time he's getting kicked by a friend who's saying, get up, you'll die here if you do this. And so it was a good callback. Sam is suddenly lifted up, up, up into the air. Yeah, because they had been passed by a few different people being like, leave him the fuck, just yeah, let him die. Let him he's going to die. Let the fat and ass die. Yeah, people being dicks. Small Paul's here. He what just kind of lifted him right up and- Gives his torch to Gren. And says, you hold the torch, I'll carry the fat boy. And Sam's like, put me down. I'm not a baby. I'm a man in the Night's Watch. Just let me die. And Gren tells him to be quiet. Think of your, your brothers and sisters or Eamon or Foods or- Sing a song. And Sam's like, sing a song aloud? And he's like, in, in your head. In your head. And Sam tries to think of one, but can't, and starts to sob because of it. Sam, Gren, I can't, I can't think of a song. And of course, the Bear and the Maiden Fair comes popping right up, which is just Martin showing how widespread and loved the song is. And Sam's like, fuck that song. Fuck that song. And he's like, well, then fuck music. Don't worry about singing a song. Yeah, because the, uh, the Bear with the Fist had had no hair left on its rotten flesh, he thinks. And Gren's like, then think about your ravens. And Sam's like, they aren't mine. They're the the Night's Watch. And Small Paul's like, Chet said I could have more Montbird. And then he's like, but can I have one of yours instead? Well, he even reveals, like, and I had even hidden food. I forgot to get the food. Damn. Now I have to, son of, and, like, how close, like, only because they just were fleeing the fists can can it be forgiven that they, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Why would Chet? Why would Chet offer you Mormont's bird? That doesn't. Yeah, no one's even thinking of huh? any sort of mutiny at this point, right? It's not. Right. It's not even a thought. It sucks, but and then Sam tells him they're they're gone. The ravens are gone. He'd set them free when he had heard the horns calling for the watch to get to horse, which meant that they were fleeing, which meant the battle was lost. And as the last raven had taken off out of the cage, Sam realized he never sent his messages off. And he had chased one. Almost to the fucking ring wall. Indeed. Dude, that's scary as fuck if you just, you're chasing this desperate to make sure you get a message off and you miss out on it. Look up and you're right at the fucking edge right there. No ring of fire, yo. Right. No ring of fire, yo. So I wrote that I wanted to read this this little paragraph just because of how heavy hitting I think it is. Oh, and God. It says, after that, he remembered the dead coming over the stones with arrows in their faces and through their throats. Some were all in ring mail and some were almost naked. Wildlings, most of them, but a few wore faded blacks. He remembered one of the Shadow Tower men shoving his spear through a white's pale, soft belly and out his back, and how the thing staggered right up the shaft and reached out his black hands and twisted the brother's head around until blood came out his mouth. That was when his bladder let go for the first time. He was almost sure. Fuck that. This thing, he sees it stabbed, intestines fucking on the spears, plop down on the, and it just 
crawls up this yeah, shaft. Yeah, I think which is a classic, like, walking dead and just zombie fucking, type ah. thing. For it to get there and just twist the head off. Like, Ugh. And then he doesn't remember running, but next to the fuck, he knows he's half a camp away. Yeah, and he's sitting there next to Otter, uh, Otten Withers. Yep. And the bear arrives. Yeah, he, uh, <clears> shit, <throat> hits the fan. He sees Sir Otten Withers get kicked in the face by a fleeing horse. Archers are shouting for fire. And then he's on a horse. He doesn't remember how the fuck he got a horse or whose horse. Maybe it was the one that kicked Odin Withers, but and in, don't know. In the midst of the carnage and chaos and snow, he found Dolores Ed, who was also mounted. And Ed turns to Sam and says, Sam, would you wake me, please? I'm having this terrible nightmare. And Mormont rides up, roaring commands and fucking... Form wedge, yeah. we ride down south to east, and they're like, yo, that's where they're coming from. And it's he's like, we, we have to break. And that's when the bear's like, fuck y'all's plans. And I like that he thinks the eyes are blue, like, just like John, like John said. said. And then he pissed himself. What? Right. <laughs> and Thorin Smallwood's like, fuck you, dude. I'm coming for your shit, bro. He charged it. And Jesus. C- almost cuts its head clean off before the bear took his. Ugh. Poor Thorin. Rest in peace, bro. Dude, ballsy as fuck. Yeah. Ride, Mormont shouted, and they did. Jumping the wall. Sam had never jumped anything on a horse before. But it happened, and I don't blame him or the horse, but not all the horses landed. I mean, that's just another thing. Sam's never done this, and he did it right then and there. Right. Like, add that to the hero feet. And so they're just- Riders going down left and right. Flying down this hill. Whites are reaching up, ripping the bellies out of the horses. Weapons are swinging. Sobs. Sam sobbed and held on with a strength he didn't know he had. Yo, he clutches that horse, man. Whatever you gotta do. do? What else can you do? You're literally only- racing down Unless you neck. have something like a torch or something on fire that you can be hitting them. He, There's yeah. no point to doing anything. And his sword's gone at this and point. And right, he lost his sword. They reach trees, a tree line, and they head in. And he thinks he can breathe a sigh of relief. Hey, things are chill until a man in black leapt out and grabbed Sam and threw him from the saddle, taking his horse and riding off. I do not think it's Chet. I don't either. Because I think Chet would have killed him. I think Chet's a fucking pussy and is already gone running in a ago. different direction. Yeah. yeah. Sam was here for too long. I think because Sam went and tended the ravens again. And it's too close. Around. Like, I don't think Chet was just hanging out that close to the fist. Like, Waiting I don't think he stopped running. And, yeah, no. I, I don't either. I think this is something different. Um, and I don't, I can't recall if we get confirmation on it or anything leading toward it, but... Yeah, and Sam. So he lays right there on the ground, yeah, yeah. weeping until Ed finds him again. Hey, Ed. Good for Ed. And that's that was... the last coherent memory he has of the fist. After that, they walked. Dywin had managed. Dywin had managed to get three pack horses out of that son bitch. Dude, Dywin's like, been a champ since the fucking start. Men were organized, and all Sam had to do was walk. But very quickly, he began to lag behind, and they lagged an hour. Paul's stride was beginning to slow by the heavy snows. Torchbearers passed them, advising Paul to leave the pig for the dead men. And after a while, Gren realizes they're alone. And he's like, shit, was that the last of, like, the torchbearer? Like, are oh, we shit. past the ring? Are we out of Mormont's burning ring of fire? Yeah, yeah, dude. And small Paul, arms trembling, he, yeah, stumbles just... to his knees and can't. He just reaches his physical exhaustion point. He can't carry Sam anymore. And I really like the touch that, like, Sam can feel him trembling. Like, 
like that weak right. in the muscle. Like he just can't. Like it's not that he he, he doesn't want to. Because it was nothing to Paul. Paul was just fucking trugging along. Like, this is just a genuine... And, I mean, it, it feels bad because, like, oh, like, any, you know, kind of simple person will just associate, like, and lump them together. But I get Hodor vibes from him. He's a very gentle giant. Yeah, yeah. He wanted a bird. He cared, like... Right. He wants his bird. We'll get him a bird. Get him his bird. Like, he, he just wants a bird. He And then he's willing to carry Sam, someone who everyone's being like, leave this fat piece of but trash. he saw Gren sitting and, there doing, showing a kindness, and he's right. like, I like Gren. Like, and then, and this guy I mean, he even right. is, shows concern for other life in his very last right. moments here. And so Sam thinks that the cold is bitter here. Clearly, again, <sighs> signaling that the whites are right there, the Only others. Gren's torch remains, and then there's a plop of snow. Yeah, well, because he said there's no food, no fire, no friends, they're all alone. And I think that's what the fuck, dude? Gren's right there, bro. Right. Like, you're, you're, you do have your friend. And Small Paul's acting like a friend. Like, he's he just carried you, dude. Like, what's wrong with you? But, yeah, there's a plop from the wood line behind them. Gren turns, and a horse head emerges from the dark. Phew. Until, like, it's Just joshing. Entrails dragging. It looks like a Thestral. And another on its back. And as it dismounts, its armor ripples and shifts. God damn it, these things are so fucking cool. So it even it also says that when it landed, it didn't crack the crust of the snow right. as it landed. Light as a feather. And now I used to like to try to do that, you know, when yep, I was a yep, kid. Yep, yep. And on occasion, they would be frozen through thick enough where it would work, but m- almost never right. did it really. And like, holy hell, think how much more dangerous and deadly that they, if there is so six light, feet of yeah. fucking snow, that they can walk up above the snow while you're tromping through yep. it and... Small Paul draws his axe, asking, well, why'd you hurt that horse? And he uh, mentions that it was it was someone's horse, someone he knew in the Night's Watch. Yeah. Sam gropes for his sword, but remembers that he lost it at the fist. Gren starts waving the torch at it, saying, get back or I'll burn, you burn. The other rushed forward and just cuts the head off the torch. The torch, bye-bye. Snuffing the flames, which, like, all right. Weird flex, but okay. Like you're already in control of this situation. Like the others are capable of a, of a cruelty. Like we knew this from yeah, yeah. way more Royce, but this thing knows that they're clinging to this torch. Is well, their yeah, only hope. That torch can't save them at this point anyway. Well, right. And he can just bink. Right. And so like he could have done that and just killed oh, Grant, right. but he didn't. Instead, he does the torch to give them that fear yeah. and like and to tease them yeah like the Taunt others them. are like fucked They're up and capable of this like yeah let's torment these yeah, people yeah. before we kill them and i just thought that was such an interesting yeah l- uh, like snuff the torch so that their last hope goes out type thing fuck you mr yeah. unnamed other now the bravest man of the fucking bunch small paul raises his axe up and charges this motherfucker god damn paul yeah. like but again, he uh, is, another way more than let dance with he me. Then is completely outclassed. Oh yeah, this thing just dances around him. Sam had never experienced such fear as his fingers find his dagger and he just grabs it. I think just felt good having a blade in his hand, similar to what Arya. Because well, he did reach for his sword at first, right. and it's just that comfort. And yeah, the other was as light as snow on the wind as it spun and drove its blade through both male and flesh. With a hiss and steam, as this blade is so cold, it hit his blood it and caused a hiss. Gleamed with a faint blue. 
it hisses at the fucking contact with his blood. It's so cold. I love, like, it's so fucking cool. The uh, Still, <laughs> still it, trying to reach the other, he, Paul is fucking grasping at it until he fell. He almost does. So he's doing exactly what yeah, that other did. Yeah, trying to crawl did, up their blade. And he almost did, but it, pro- it fucked. But man, his like, weight does pull the blade from the other's grip. And so Sam all of a sudden starts hearing Do it now. It, it, as negative as they've all been to him, it very much so reminds me of Arya and her mon- mantras with their, Well, this is like, just, go, that, do that's, it. But yes, do stop it. crying and fight. Fight, Craven. Stop crying, baby. It's his father's voice he hears in Alice or Thorn. Dickon, the boy Rast. Like, right. yeah, this is that. And, and I don't think this is even like a list for Arya. This is that spite of like, fuck you. You all fucking you like said laughed I do and it, said and you I wouldn't go. do it. Like, he giggles. He giggles hysterically. Then he hears John say, "Do it." And I think that this is while those other ones were all berating. This is a do it. He Sam. wonders if they will turn him into a big fat white white, which I just love. After he giggles hysterically, like right. I'm gonna die. And, and I like I that'll be funny, be... like to see my fat ass trying to do this right. as a dead zombie thing. So fuck it. And then yeah, he hears John do it, say, Sam. Do it, Sam. Yeah. I think that's exactly oh, yeah. what you were saying. That stick it to them. Uh-huh. Fuck them. Uh-huh. Do it. Do right. it. And the one, show the them. one person who is said to do that in his life. It's it's all John... it takes is one time to prove something. And and I right here at this moment thought of Ned Stark. The only time a man can be brave right, is when he's afraid. You can do it, you can, and then he's running forward, closing his eyes and shoving the dagger blindly before him. Straight into its throat. There's a crack like ice breaking beneath a man's boot and a screech which causes Sam to, Sam to stagger back and fall on his ass. The other's armor ran down its leg in rivlets. In rivlets. The armor... Alone, and then its blood was in right. there too. It got yeah. stabbed in the throat, and the armor melts first. Yeah. Okay. Just noting, as pale blue blood hissed around the dragon glass dagger that was stuck in its throat, it reached to pull it out, but where its fingers touched it, the obsidian smoked, and the fingers again melted. The other was suddenly gone and swirling away in a fine white mist, while beneath were bones like milk glass that were melting as well. All right. Yeah, dude. So, one. It doesn't just explode and like, and I like applause for Sam. Um, two. Yeah, it fucking melts, and then it like it. I don't know. It almost seemed video gamey to me, where just like suddenly it melts, and then there's just a pile of bones. Like right, and I like they neatly stack, and then they melt. Like it's just that's super interesting. So. They are organic. There's a skeleton structure. Right. Right. And even if the bones aren't made from bone, they're, they seem to be they're, like they're made petrified of no, ice, ice something. something. Yeah, but... that's a, and then yeah, just the the stages. The the armor melts because obviously now it's dragon glass. this is dragon glass. Valyrian steel is just metal infused with dragon glass with magic, right, of course. Right. Um, so there might do you be think a different. It will kill there, I I I think it like may leave a corpse. Yeah. Yeah. I think it would be like killing them with one of their own blades, effectively. Or like actually where, like, just killing. It would leave a body instead of melting. Instead them of into something. melting them completely. Or, yeah, I do think neat. that there's a there will be a difference in the weapons effects, and so 
Finally, only the dagger remained, and Gren reached down to grab it, but flung it down Fuck at once. cold! Oh my god, I love, like, this yeah. whole scene. See, so, you once threw a cup of cold water on me, and I freaked out like it burned. That's why, because sometimes cold can hurt, too. Cause That's how cold the water was. Just, it was very cold. Yeah, yeah, no, fuck you. He just grabbed a fucking dragon glass that I'm assuming absorbed the literal cold of a White Walker. So, go fuck yourself. <laughs> My tea was in the microwave for five seconds when I realized that I shouldn't do it with a tea bag in there because it'll probably explode. Uh, and so, okay. yeah, you're fine. <laughs> Sam thinks dragon glass and then dragon glass and giggles and cries and then throws up. So, Sam, Sam's on Sam's on the train. Like, oh, it's fucking literal, like, dragon's breath. Like, I get it. Fuck these things. Fire. <laughs> so, like, yeah. And then he's... He starts helping, standing Gren, himself Gren, up. Well, Gren helps him up. He's like, oh, shit. They check Paul, close his eyes, RIP, and grab the dagger, which is now safe yeah. to hold. Sam offers it to Gren, saying, you can use this. You're more useful than this than I am. You're not a craven. And he's like, oh, I wrote the actual here because I really liked it. So craven, you killed an other. Like, <laughs> look there, though. The dawn. Yeah. And Sam, at this point, was already kicking off his first foot. The at snow. dawn, look to the east. And, the, uh, yeah, Grant's, cause Grant's like, yeah, we got a chance to catch Mormont, right? Hey. And so he's like, I'll, I'll try. I'll try hard. He took a step grimacing. Not sobbing this time. Grimacing. So it's grimacing. a begrudging acceptance now yeah. of the, his hero's journey. Sam is choosing to continue forth. He... Is empowered he's by this moment. Yeah. yeah, and he's accepted that he's changing. And, and I think a uh, part of that is Small Paul dying for him. Is everything right there. Well, Gren, obviously, Gren, no. The well, whole like, situation no, no, no. I, I, that's and... what I mean. Is like, Gren didn't fucking flee in terror and be like, fuck you, Sam. You're on your own. Gren he stood was there and doing it, and stick. then he got that. He threw the stick at it, and like. He? He was yeah. He chucked it in like he like. Then they were him and Sam were kind of like. Ron what do we do? his stick at Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking small. Paul was the one with the weaponry and like probably the better skill to use it, given his size and strength. What chance did Gren have if Paul wasn't doing shit? Right. Like and so the fact that it was Sam who, who had, charged like, it, charged, charged it forward. in a. Sporadic oh, so, uh, madness moment, which I love. Irrelevant. Well, no, no, no. It's yeah, that. Absolutely. It's that battle cry. It's that Tyrion experience. Fuck it. The same I'm thing. doing I'm it. Going I'm going out. for it. Yeah. it. It's crazy, but I'm going it. for it. And do like it. even Gren uh, clearly See, is like he had Shia LaBeouf there in the background. Just do it. Do it. That's what got him. It wasn't Jon Snow. All right, with Shia LaBeouf creeping out in the haunted woods, that's where we're gonna haunted forest. Where that's where we're gonna convene our small council. He's an actual cannibal. What up, counselors? Hey, what's up? We're in the small council. So, Sam won. Storm of Swords, got an inductee. Fuck, you always throw that at me so fast. So, um, yeah, I wanted to go to Gren. Gren. Uh, he, fuck, he just, from that first time with John, where John was like, nah, you need to fucking, we're friends now. And yeah. I'm going to stop you from being a fucking jerk. And he's like, all right, we're friends now. He's had Sam's back. And he's been what John usually is whilst John's been away. And so him having Sam's back, he stayed with Sam when Sam was laying on the ground. Yeah. He he was told by multiple, probably more veteraned 
Men of the Night's Watch. Fucking just leave him. And he he wouldn't. He, he refused. refused yeah. And stood, well, yeah, he stood got, by his friend. He saved Sam's life. He, and sa- he saved Sam's life to kill that other. And Right now with that, they just obviously formed a bond. Yeah. Oh, yeah and, yeah. like, again, seeing the way that he felt, Sam fell in line with the shadow, Men of the Shadow Tower, he still, he was looking, I need to find Ed and Gren. Like, they're my friends. Yep. I need to find them. Well, this clearly shows that. It's reciprocated. Gren also thinks that Sam is his friend. It's not just this, oh, John's making me do this. He would not have stayed if not. Right. And I think it's very similar. He thinks he's friendless, too. Like, yeah, none oh, of yeah. these other guys. And are, he huh? gets picked on for being, like, a simpleton. The, the Oryx, so, like, yeah. Yeah, he's... so he knows what it's like. Uh, and mine can piggyback right off of that. My inductee is for Ed because Ed is the one who found Sam in the snow right after the fist, after he got right. thrown. And still... Obviously, had a similar circumstance. Get up, Sam. We got to keep moving, Sam. Right. Like, let's go, Sam. Like, Ed did it too. And, and then he just... showed up at the because that's when they met up a few hours right. later with Mormon. And then, and then Ed, I think also there were a ton of fucking lines that are just bombshells in this. But I thought Ed's was one of the best. Of Sam, will you wake me? I'm having a terrible nightmare. Because what the fuck else is that? Yeah. But well, waking up to that is. You yeah I like I'm in a nightmare like I'm gonna die in this and I'm gonna wake up in the coldest sweat I've ever been in because this is fucking insane this is not real this is right insane so with that I'm gonna cut Zach off because we we do have to get ready to record with Micah here soon stop and yelling so at me we want to get into your inductees the good ones other than mine and we'll start out with Mr Julian our favorite French fry from France and he says hello guys. Intense chapter, incredibly intense. Bravo to Small Paul for the sacrifice, Gren for the empathy and help, and hurrah for Sam, killer of others. My inductee is going to echo through the past, as I did already choose him for the exact same reason. It is Ghost, the wolf who found the dragon glass to begin with and made it possible for our plump Samwell to become a hero. Have a good night. The Dragon Glass Eris. Thank you, Julian. Hey. Great inductee. Awesome callback. Yo, listeners, go listen to Julian's inductee back on that John episode where he finds the dragon glass. Yeah, we're also on it, but fuck that. Just skip to Julian's inductee. Oh, yeah, there's us too. So we also got, of course, uh, an inductee from Karen, who Karen is taking her notes a little differently. Yeah. And uh, it's A-OK with us. I love it. But her inductee for this episode is Small Paul for picking Sam up when he just couldn't go on. R.I.P. Small Paul. I hope you get a raven in heaven. Was that a real song or did you just... Well, I was that? doing it off of like Aaron Clapton's... Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't Tears know. in heaven. But uh, <clears throat> And then she just did the quote of uh, the fear that filled Sam was worse than any fear he had ever felt before. And Samuel Tarley knew every kind of fear. Oof. Small Paul was sad. They closed his eyes, though. They gave him what they could for a burial before having to move on. Yeah, so, man. F for respect for Small Paul. Thank you, Karen. We appreciate you, inductee, as Outs- always. Outstanding. We have one more to read out right now, and it is from our friend up north, Corey from the Dread Fort, says, Hey, guys. Man, I wish the TV show would have set aside some money for that battle sequence. Preach. Would have easily traded some dragon screen time for it. 
Classic Tarly, forgetting to attach the messages to the Ravens, <laughs> but slays a White Walker days later. He is the most incompetent at, and, at times, the most competent character in the series. When the chips are down, my money's on Sam. Hey, I'm with you there. Yeah. Easy choice for my inductee, Small Paul, for being a kind human being in a shitty part of the world. <laughs> he cares for all life, and apparently, a dead walking horse. Rest in peace, big man. And then he had a quick question, uh, if Winds of Re- Winter is released before we finish Dance, are we going to suspend the podcast and read it? Fantastic question. Yes. So Zach and I have actually discussed that we quite We have heavily. an answer right for you. Yeah. yeah. And so we will not be canceling the podcast. No. We will be continuing the reread. Yes. We will still be releasing two episodes a week. Yes. We will dedicate one of those episodes to- The reread? The current reread. And then the other episode specifically to Winds of Winter. Yeah. And it'll be a first time read. Our well, l- potentially. And we'll be a few chapters through, probably. I mean, uh, it's, potentially. It's, it's likely we're going to get it and read it overnight. That. And then be going back through for mm-hmm. the recording. And it technically would be a second read immediately after. Um, and so it will be likely a full spoiler reread. And so, yeah, we're gonna. I mean, it's full spoiler. We'll, we'll probably do. I mean, not probably. We'll be doing Winds of Winter chapter by chapter as we do, discussing it, what this means, what's happening. Um, it absolutely will be full spoiler as is our. Well, MO. since there's so much time, because we know Martin's not uh, gonna have it out for what another ten, twelve years or whatever it is. <laughs> but so that gives us time for you guys. Like, do you? Would you rather we? We it wouldn't be immediate. We would probably have knowledge of it, but do you, a first reaction through read or I haven't really thought about that. Well, or see would that. Be... Well, that's the tough part is because I'm not going to want to. Yeah, no, we're going to read it straight. And so I have so, to read it to read it. Yeah, and if we're going to talk about it, it's going to be full spoiler. So I think it's going to be just this format. Just yeah, our, it would just be standard, uh, uh, as soon as wins hits. <laughs> the, that's our uh, what is it? Friday, Mondays, and Fridays is our release schedule now. Yes. Yeah. Tuesday so, and Friday. Oh, Tuesday and Friday. Our Friday episode would be devoted to Winds of Winter, starting with the prologue up to the epilogue, if there's one. And so our Monday, uh, Tuesday episode would be really uh, Storm of Swords, probably looking like we're going to be into Feast before that may even be a possibility. So we would be continuing our once. It would then be one a week Feast, and then one of Winds. One of Winds. And yeah, the thing is, is that like Zach said, it's not likely we're going to be able to refrain from reading through it immediately. And I will probably be taking vacation time off of work for. I mean, reason. right? I'm not uh, uh, a ridiculous human being who expects to read it in a day. I want to enjoy read it, it at a level I can enjoy it. But yeah, the first time. I don't know if I'll be able to say, oh, I can't read anymore because we, we got to record and I got to wait for that. Probably not going to happen when I have the latest A Song of Ice and Fire book in front of me. But we got plenty of time between now and then. So for the most part, we will, yes, be reading Winds of Winter, covering that one episode a week along with our reread. We're not going to stop re- the reread when Winds right. comes out. We will continue our full spoiler analytical read through. So thank you, Corey. From the Dreadfort. Stay safe. Yeah, so if you would like to write in, like our lovely listeners, and give us your inductees, or if you have thoughts or feelings about any of what we've mentioned during the chapter episode, then you can write to us at our email, withoutmannersbrotherhood at gmail.com. We're also pretty active across some of the, the various social medias. I'm on Twitter, at mannerswithout. Zach is over there, at carstark92. We have the Instagram, also at mannerswithout. And the Facebook group, facebook.com slash brotherhoodpodcast. And that, that one's pretty cool. 
and we have a private Facebook group that you can get access to through Patreon, patreon.com slash without manners. That's all cool and stuff. Uh, you should also go and check out Planet Host Podcast, where fucking Micah is from. Yeah, who so we're let me be pull recording up, uh, with uh, real shortly here. Right now, because we'll be, I'll also have it in the show notes, but his Twitter handle that I am apparently failing at pulling the fuck up. Tyrion cause... 3, we will be reading with Micah and discussing, and he's excited so, as he is big into smaller characters and yeah. side characters. It's and... going to be awesome. His Twitter handle is at Micah underscore of Clark. Hey. So that's Micah, M-I-C-A-H underscore of Clark. Go check him out. Check out all his stuff. His theories, his content, his podcast. Check it all out. It's all great, and he will be joining us next episode, the very next, to talk about Tyrion 3 in A Storm of Swords. And that will be out uh, for you to listen to on the Thanksgiving. So that's next Thursday, whenever that is. So check it out, and I believe that's it. We'll catch you on the next one. Valid Harris. Peace. Peace.